0: welcome in ladies and gentlemen to mbr or as we like to call it around here nothing but rants The show where i find topics that i'm oddly passionate about and i pontificate upon them these are not hot takes but rather takes that i'm hot about Shut up and grab some tape. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in on a Tuesday evening here, October 31st on the network. Welcome in. Normally, we do TTD on the local hour right here starting at 8 o'clock. We go from 8 to 9, talking strictly dogs. All right, with the college football rankings, the first initial rankings coming out just now. All right, we're going to give you an initial reaction show here from 8 to 9, so doing our national hour here, and then we're going to invert. We're going to go our local hour from 9 to 10. So however, wherever you found us, we appreciate you for being here. It was a big day in college football. Obviously the first, first official rankings came out. Alright, and uh, as you know, it kind of matters, the first rankings, right? They, they kind of hold water. It kind of lets us think what the committee ultimately thinks about, you know, the initial process, right? The first nine weeks of college football here. So I'm going to go ahead and read them off to you if I can find my telephone right here. Okay, go ahead and read them off 25-1 to for you right quick. Air Force, uh, one of the lone undefeated teams uh, in the non-Power 5s left. Them and James Madison at 25. Tulane, Kansas State, Oklahoma State at 22. Kansas, USC wrapping out the top 20. UCLA at 19, Utah at 18, Tennessee, Oregon State, Notre Dame at 15, LSU, Louisville, Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, Oklahoma at 9, Alabama at 8, 7, Texas, 6, Oregon, 5, Washington, 4, Florida State, Michigan, Georgia, and number one, Ohio State to start the college football playoff rankings. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in boys, how are we doing today?
1: Doing fantastic. Doing good, man. What about you?
0: I cannot complain. You know, it was a a, a good day here around the household. I got to see a couple Paw Patrol minions running around the house. They seemed to have a good day today, so uh, it was a good time. So, initial reactions, let's go ahead and get them. First of all, the most important question of the night. um, Can you actually control your own destiny? It is control your own destiny season. It is the time of the year where every analyst in the world – wants to start talking about how Team A, Team B, Team C, all teams through the alphabet, quote, control their own destiny. So it got me thinking, destiny's something that you can't really control Destiny, unless you're one of these that believes, that, like it's a, it's a real macro discussion, honestly. It kind of boils down to predestination. Do you believe in such thing? And can you control your actual destiny? I throw it up to you, boys. I say no. I say destiny's kind of there. I think if we wanted to say something like this, we say something along the lines of, hey, the ball's in their court, right? Because to me, destiny is destination. Like, you're already going there. The hmm. path is, is kind of what changes.
1: Kind of one of those things where you don't really think about it until you just brought it up. But now that you do think about it, and you think about what destiny actually is. And yeah, mm. you are right. Destiny, destiny isn't something that you do control because if you're destined to do something, that's that's what you're going to do anyways. That's th- what the future tells for you already. It has nothing to do with what you're doing now or what you could do in the future. Destiny is about the present,
2: the actions that you take, how they affect your future. Fate is Ooh. what you're thinking about where it's already predetermined. Ah, Fate mm-hmm. is where you say this is. it's your fate to be... I don't know. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, dude. So um, destiny
2: is what you absolutely can. Continue. So,
0: fun fact: biblical terms speaking here. The uh, in biblical terms, it's your lot in life. Basically, your lot, and that's where we get the term lottery. So, a little fun fact there for you. Mm. Basically, you're you know you're gifted the lottery. It was in your destiny. You were going to have it no matter what. It's your lot in life. You won the lottery. You literally won the lot. Essentially, is where the term lottery comes from. Welcome into tonight's show. We got a load of them for you. We're going to be talking about whether or not the committee got it right, whether they got it wrong. We're going to give you a sneaky team. All right, one of these football teams, a la TCU last year. Nobody's really thinking about. We're going to pass those thoughts around the room. Best of the one losses. There's a bunch of them. A bunch of really good, high-quality football teams that already have suffered a loss. We'll tell you which one of those we think might be able to win out. First one out. All right. There's five undefeated teams remaining. In the Power Five, we will talk about which one of those will uh most likely lose their first football game. We'll wager on those. Um, and then, of course, the toughest slate remaining on tonight's show. But first of all, guys, did the committee get it right? There were five undefeated teams coming into tonight's ranking. I think that was where everybody was wanting to know, hey, where do they, you know, kind of rank these five undefeated teams? Do you think they got it right? We'll start with you, Jay. will I
1: would say the only thing where I would have a discrepancy about is I think that Florida State should be at three instead of Michigan because if the reason why Ohio State is at number one is because strength of schedule, then which is absolutely correct. I do agree with that part. But I would say Florida State's strength of schedule is better than Michigan's. Now, I get it. There's a lot of other factors that play into that. But I would say right now I would like Michigan or Florida State at three over Michigan.
2: I think they got it right. I mean, the four teams that are in the top four are where they need to be. Obviously – it's kind of nitpicking at this point because there's still so much left to be played in the season. I get why they put Ohio State at one. I get why they put Michigan – or Georgia at two. I get why they put Michigan at three. And I get why they put Florida State at four. Ohio State's got the best schedule so far. Michigan's dominated everyone. Georgia's kind of somewhere in between where they've dominated some teams and they don't really have a tough schedule. And Florida State's kind of just – they have a tough – they don't have as tough a schedule and they haven't looked as great in certain games. So,
0: And like. I think what most people search for when they look at committee rankings, they want to see consistency. That's all they're searching for, right? They want to see the reasonings that you're, you're providing us. They remain consistent. I think that's the main kind of barking point that most fans have, you know, at any point when these rankings start to come out. So the idea or the, the decision, rather, to put Ohio State at one that tells me you're, you're setting the precedence for we're a show-me rankings, all right? They have gone out. They have won two of the better games. We are a show-me rankings. Washington, you've played terrible the last two weeks. You're going to come in fifth, right? We showed that. Y'all have showed. Y'all are the fifth-ranked undefeated team. It's a show-me rankings until you're t- what you're talking about, Jay. will why, why are we ranking? And I know it doesn't matter, and we can do all this. It doesn't matter. Everything's going to be – and what a boring show that would be right what an absolutely boring show that would be here on the network but you could tell I'm dealing with some stuff anyways you know it's a show me ranking until we get to Florida state and then it's like hey Florida State's got more important wins and more more impressive wins right now than Michigan and then even Georgia, right? If you look at the ranks right or the rankings right now, Georgia doesn't have a ranked win, right? The, the win against Kentucky, they were a ranked opponent. They are not in this initial CFP rankings, right? Um, earlier in the season, the South Carolina win, they were a top 25 team during that game. They are nowhere near the rankings right now right? Michigan, the same thing. They haven't played anybody near these top 25 rankings to start the season. At least there are some wins on Florida state schedule where you can point to and say, Hey, neutral site win over the number, what was LSU? Number fifteenth, 16th or ranked team. Like they have one of these wins. So if we're looking for consistency, we lost it right here in in, in this correct? Yes,
1: I, that's exactly what I agree with. And especially because, like, we had our questions about Florida State beforehand. And just like you're saying, a show-me type thing, Florida State looks to be playing their best football right now. They kind of hit their stride a little bit, if you will. They had a big win last week against Florida, Wake Forest. Took care of business. Won like you should mm. if you are a college, f- college football playoff team. So, that's that's why I continue the argument. That's what
0: we said about it this weekend, right? I said yeah. on Sunday, that was a mature win, A football program in Florida State, who should be mature, by the Mm -hmm. way, right? Got a bunch of veteran presences. uh, Got uh, the, I always forget the defensive end's name. Uh, Jared Verse. Jared Verse. I knew it was a V. All right. I always forget Jared Verse's name, but I think a lot of people forget that was a football player that could have been a top sixty pick last year. Mm -hmm. All right, that's a guy that could have come out. Uh, Marco Wilson, the same thing. The wide receiver. There were NFL scouts and evaluators looking at that individual. He chose to come back to Florida State. That's not only a testament to Mike Norvell, but that's a testament of what this football team thought that they were going to be this year. All right, because they closed the season last year as one of the hotter teams in college football. If we had. one issue With the rankings in and of themselves, with this top five, that was it with me. Like we all pointed out, we thought Florida State had a reason to probably be ranked even higher than a Georgia right now, because what's left in front of Georgia will settle any debate that 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 fan base or these guys as as students at that program would have right now. Right? They 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 would have those put by the wayside. I want to go ahead and and welcome everybody in and make sure you hit that thumbs up button. We already got a bunch of you guys loaded in. Welcome in if you're new to the channel. We are the Film Guy Network. We break things down we talk national college football nine to ten typically tonight we're eight to nine with the cfp reaction coming out uh, a little bit earlier than typical showtime. So make sure you hit that thumbs up button. I also want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Prize Picks. Okay. They're the ones who make all of this possible despite our work ethic, right? It's our work ethic and our friends at Prize Picks. So shouts out to the work ethic, shouts out to the friends at Prize Picks. Head over to Prize Picks today. Use promo code Brooks. You'll get a hundred percent deposit match. What does that mean? You should know by now you put up to a hundred dollars, they will match it instantly in your account. One hundred gets you two hundred essentially over there on prize picks but only one with the promo code Brooks. Um, I had an issue with what our guy Boo Corrigan had had to say, But which, by the way, I, I don't I don't want to throw stones at my man Boo considering I, I end up with some funk every once in a while, obviously. Um, but, boy, he sounded like shit.
1: Yeah, he sounded like a guy that's been in a room talking all day. You think like they're really hammering the th- it
0: out that hard, huh? I don't know. He might be.
1: I don't know what goes on in there. We'd love to find out. Mm. It sounded like he got kicked in the throat before he did the interview.
0: Yeah, rocks in the throat for sure. Um, And you could feel Reese trying to help him out. Reese cutting him off real quick, trying to get to the next question. We're we're rat-a-tat-tat right here with Boo, and then we'll holler at him later. Um, But I had a problem with what Boo said. One, One quote, he said, quote, about the Michigan scandal, he was asked, hey, is this impacting the rankings? What's going on? And here's what he said, quote, it's an NCAA issue, not a CFP issue. And then went on to say that it didn't come up at all in these rankings because the NCAA is there for governance. They are not. And here's my issue. Um, When the CFP got created, we all knew that the NCAA ceased to exist other, f- other than for governance, right? We are only going to lean on them to basically be the law-abiding or, or the, the law enforcer. That's all that they're there for. They're, we're allowed to snitch to them, and then they run down the big bag bo- boogeyman that's paying for cheeseburgers for recruits and maybe stealing signals. But outside of that, we ain't got nothing to do with them. And here's my problem with this. How are you going to represent the sport as, as in like you're going to be the ones who decide who plays for the national championship, but you're not going to be involved in any type of the governance of the sport? So in, in other words, you're going to decide the champion, but you're not going to decide how the champion is governed. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And I I know you want to avoid any type of controversy in this situation, and that is not his job. His job is not to go on the college football selection committee and and delve delve out some kind of punishment or give his personal thoughts on what's going on with Michigan. But this idea that the 13 people – in that room, responsible for making the decisions to decide who is going to ultimately play for the championship of our sport. The idea that they're not gonna talk about one of the undefeated programs and one of the best football teams in the sport who also has to have this massive cloud over them that we don't know what's gonna happen to their football program. We're supposed to act like we don't know? Like, wh- wh- what? What? We're, we're supposed to act like we're ignorant to the situation, like it doesn't exist. That to me, um, I'm not going to say it's irresponsible. It's just, it's ignorant. That's what it is. It's without knowledge. And when you go in front of national television and say, oh, it doesn't matter to us, we're not here to govern, or govern the sport. We're just here to select who wins the sport. That seems to me just blas- Not blasphemous. It doesn't make any sense to me, gentlemen.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole reason the college football playoff was created because we wanted a true national title. We wanted the person that deser- – we wanted to make sure that whoever won the national title undoubtedly deserved it and got put in a position and delivered and was given opportunity to do so. Now, if that is why we created the college football playoff and why we have this committee to make those decisions – I have an issue with saying that this doesn't play any type of role in this decision. I understand that they aren't technically punished yet. We don't have a punishment. We don't know what is going to happen. But if these allegations are true and they continue to come up, I find it hard that it's it's hard to ignore those types of things if we're going to crown a national champion to then not push that all to the wayside for Michigan. You know what?
0: This is what really frustrated me about this whole deal. F you, Michigan. F all y'all for making us deal with this in the middle of a season, right? Also, F you private internal investigation that dumped this midseason. I guess you needed to make sure he was going to do it again this year. Wish the dummy did it. My God. My God. Every time I turn around, this uh, this stallion story gets even better. What do you got?
2: I don't. I have a problem with the statement, yeah, where it's like, it's not our job to govern college football teams. Yeah, that kind of doesn't make sense to me. But at the same point, like, if you're the committee, what can you do right now? It, it's, it hasn't really – it ha- there hasn't been an official something come out yep. yet to say, like, yes, they are cheating. This is what their punishment should be. And, I mean, yeah, it it does benefit them in a way, but you can't really qualify how much it has benefited them.
0: Do we think there's any way that the boy actually comes to a conclusion <laughs> on this investigation anytime soon? Not before the season's over. You don't Especially think so? Especially be- with not the not
1: amount of season. evidence that keeps they coming keep out. Coming I in. mean, yeah. every single day there's new stuff and there's new
0: developments. How about our boy Josh Pate, friend of the show, just putting out the smoking gun. First of all, hope my man's gets better. All right, Jacksonville be doing it to folks every once in a while. You gotta watch out down there. Uh, that swamp water, it'll get you. Um, but no, uh, he put out a, a thread today of that that Central Michigan game where Stallions is. I, I don't. We don't know if it's him, but it very clearly looks to be him. Um, and it what was just. The spy glasses were elite. Uh, the, the 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 Central Michigan wardrobe was elite. The the visitors pass that he had, so he could walk on the visitors sideline, was elite. But the best thing I've seen pointed out yet on this whole entire internet conspiracy, not even conspiracy, the whole entire internet thing right now, is him screenshotting the fact that man's clearly sharpied over his Nike shoes because he was on the sideline of Central Michigan, who is an Adidas school. I. The, the, it goes back several weeks or not several weeks ago, it's a week and a half at this point where we talked to a bunch of college football coaches, right? I, I reached out, I got a bunch of opinions. Hey, what do you think about this? And three or four of the guys that I texted just laughed about the blatant ignorance. I think one of the, the, the best quotes that we got was from a, a defensive coordinator in the Power Five right now, and his quote was, Uh, The documentation of ignorance is hysterical to me, and that's exactly what we're seeing right now. Like, buddy, did you not think you were on national television? And and we had a we had a listener put in a video in my Twitter uh, timeline today of him breaking down that Western or that Central Michigan tape. You gotta go watch it. I retweeted it today. My man's pointed out stallions on one of the rollouts, and you can see stallions like going, "Oh shit, I need to hide. The TV's coming to me." And he like he's like running around. and He's putting his head down and he's bumping into all kinds of shit on the sideline because he's panicking. And it's like, bro, you're supposed to be a marine. Um, Calm down, dog. Was, was he a former marine? Yeah, well, yeah, That's the whole thing. He is a marine. He's not a former marine, by the way. He is a marine. Sometimes I wonder whether or not you wish listened to the actual. No, show I thought, you're
2: I, on. thought that, <laughs> I thought it was that. I thought it was that. the other the other uh, person that I had sent no, no no stallions. I thought there was a stallions. Guy was, who was stallions
0: marine. graduated from the Naval Academy. Spent some time. Uh, is a okay. marine. And when he got when he got done, graduated from the Naval Academy, went to work for Michigan's football program. So yeah, is a not. And, and here's where people get messed up, and I had to get corrected by our YouTube audience and our commenters. You are a Marine for life. Okay, once you are a Marine, you are hoorah till you are in the ground. I thought that so, was a
2: completely different person that they were talking about. No. Than,
0: okay. Um. But with his movement skills and the way he'd be sneaking, I mean, there might be two of them. A I bet couple the, of stallions cutting it up.
1: I bet there's some of those Central Michigan players and probably staffers as well, like, bro, is Buddy good over here? Like, what <laughs> is going on, gonna, bro? Who is this <laughs> guy? Is this guy? This guy? I mean, is why doing? do you
0: have a blank playbook in your hands right now? Also, if Central Michigan staff was out here, like, trying to, to hide some water, I, I, I've seen the take of, well, they can just say it's so-and-so on the staff. They can just make up a name. I don't necessarily think that to be true. You can't just be like, nah, this is this guy. If that guy ceased to exist, you're kind of caught lying in this mm-hmm. debacle. If you're Central Michigan, all you can do right now is say nothing, right? Co- cooperate with whatever investigations is <laughs> yeah. coming your way, but say nothing here.
2: It also makes you think, how easy is it to
1: sneak on a sideline of a college football well, team. we learned at Auburn, it's pretty dang easy if you want. If you want to make it happen, you can make it happen at some places. No, don't be
0: out here telling the feds that you was out sneaking on field. I wasn't we sneaking on didn't. the field. I had credentials. So who was sneaking? No, no I was just saying said, that. The are fact, you talking about that brick wall? Yeah. yeah we're the fact that
2: the stands are so close yeah. to the field, Super like all you close. have to do is go past a brick wall and you're on. You're that's on the it. field. Yep. Um, but you, that still, you're not on the sideline with the no, team. Yeah. That's that's crazy. <laughs>
0: that's wild. The the spy glasses were epic, <laughs> man. I wish we could throw a photo of that up on the channel right now, (laughs) but we can't. We didn't get it pre-show. Let's move on. Let's make sure also, by the way, I see a whole bunch of people in here. Please, please, just take a second, hit that thumbs up button, and come right back to that wide view that I know you're looking at to see this big, ugly massive face um let's talk about some sneaky teams there was a sneaky team that played in the national championship last year snow so sneaky that they were the only team in the top 12 that Michigan didn't advance scout last year so that's cool and that was TCU who is the chance who is the team this year that has a chance to sneak up on us late uh and, and make a steam towards the last four weeks of college football
1: well, I think there's one qualification you have to figure out first, and that it's, this probably has to be a one-loss team right now or better. But if you're better than that, you're not really a sneaky team because you're in the top five. Correct. But one-loss teams, I think it is Penn State. And I it's weird to call them a sneaky team because it's not like we're not out here talking about Penn State. We are out here talking about them two weeks ago. They had the big game against Ohio State. But I say they're sneaky because – they're no longer in the top two discussion of the Big Ten. Everybody's mm. focused on Michigan and Ohio State, rightfully so, because they're both in the top four. But their remaining schedule opens the door for them as well. I th- you know their biggest game is against Michigan. That's the wideout game. It's at home. And then after that, let's see, they have uh where did oh, Maryland, Rutgers at home, and then Michigan State on the road to close it out.
0: So a bunch of Big Ten mid yes. after after Michigan. Um that Michigan game's coming up soon, right? Mm-hmm, next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Um I don't know, man. I would want to say Penn State to be one of these sneaky teams, but that means I've got to just completely ignore how absolutely awful they looked yeah, on offense. Now, for sure. here's the deal. Ohio State is top five defense in the sport right now from a line it up, play these guys today. I'm not talking – I think so many people get bogged down, particularly how advanced the stats are nowadays. I think people get way too bogged down in the box scores and the stats and all this stuff. Turn Ohio State tape on. And find me a better front six right now in college football. I mean, they are getting after the quarterback. They are, they are, they are slowing run games down with six bodies in the box. They are playing elite line of scrimmage defense. And if you think you can line up and block them for four quarters, go ahead and try, right? Penn State had an NFL left tackle, first round left tackle. JT Tua Maloa ate his lunch at Big Noon kickoff. All right, he had, had uh, Fashonu. F- uh, uh, was it Fashu. For show new, I think. For show new? Mm-hmm. For show. Was eating for show new for lunch, all right? Was absolutely getting after it. That front six from Ohio State is legit. So, I, back to the Penn State discussion. It's hard for me to call you a sneaky team. Hard for me to believe that you're going to make a run at this if you absolutely look and constipated on the offensive side of the football. So I got a couple, by the way. So, yeah, just I've let got, me know when you want me to tap I've
2: in. got one, and it's, like, the only one I really want to say. Because, right. obviously, like, yeah, there's Penn State. Yeah, there's Oklahoma. There's these one-loss teams that are – Kind of on the outside looking. Around, I don't consider that sneaky. I think sneaky is a team that no one is talking about right now. Give it to me. If the Louisville Cardinals win out, yeah. they mm-hmm. are absolutely a playoff
0: team. Why can't like, they? That's what I put down. Why well, here's can't the, here's they win the
2: thing. out? Three of their last four games are at home. And if mm-hmm. they win out, they'll have wins against Kentucky, Notre Dame, Duke, and Florida State.
0: Yeah, the remaining at, schedule, just to let the audience know, it's Virginia Tech, Virginia at home, at Miami, uh, Kentucky – and then the ACC championship game, presumably against Florida State. Yeah, it's a winnable slate. They yeah. will only be—I I would imagine—they're an underdog maybe against Kentucky. A, a Vegas tends to favor SEC teams in these types of football games. Um, and then, of course, the SEC championship or the ACC championship game against Florida State—they'd probably uh, be an underdog in that one. But yeah, they—they yeah. they have a winnable slate. You are yeah. correct. Now,
2: I mean, a lot has to happen for them to do that, and it's yeah. not like it's the most likely of options. Like I think Penn State and Oklahoma has a, has an easier path to do so. But Louisville can absolutely sneak into the playoff.
0: All right, I got one for you. Um, Now, it's going to be really, really hard. It's not only going to require them to win out, but it's going to require some help as well. Um, Ole Miss is one of the best 8 to 10 football teams in this sport right now, period. And if they catch a heater, all right, because they do something really, really well. They get after the quarterback really well. They run the ball really, really well. So, they can impact the game in a really, really important facet and in a really important way. Now, here's what they need. They need Bama to basically uh, lose to LSU this week, and then they need LSU to lose uh, one of the last two remaining games as well because if LSU wins this weekend, they have two losses, but only one of them is in conference is two Ole Miss. I would imagine they go to the SEC Championship game if they win this week, or is there a tiebreaker between no, them and LSU, Ole, Miss.
2: Ole Miss would win because they get the push. So, they beat, there you go. They beat LSU All they pass.
0: need is LSU to win this weekend. Um, which is plausible, right? We talked about it. I know we still have uh, predictions and previews and all that well, stuff you to need, get into you need, the rest of the week.
2: You need LSU to win this week and Bama to lose again. Correct. Because Bama's undefeated in the SEC With right one,
0: now. Yeah, with only lost to Texas. So, yeah, you need some help. I I, I wrote it down wrong. They need Bama to lose again yeah. uh, down the road, which doesn't necessarily look plausible with the remaining schedule for Alabama, but Auburn's always tricky. Yeah, but I think they get that saying. one at home. Yeah. Is, is that in Jordan? or is that at home? It's in Jordan. hare Oh, then yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a ten point football game. No matter what, yeah. that's within ten. It's a one score ball game. So, um, yeah, I, I think Ole Miss has a has an opportunity to do so. But I thought we 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 learned something um, from the committee today. They don't necessarily respect our servicemen. They don't <laughs> they don't respect our servicemen, man they out here, They out here not thanking the troops, all right, not supporting the troops because Air Force coming in at 25 right now tells me that no matter what, they're not getting in. No. They are no. not getting in. And that's unfortunate, okay, because they are fun to watch, even though I think the triple option should die. I think the triple option should just retire. I think the, the, the triple option is not an alligator. It's a dinosaur, all right? It's not a shark. It's a dinosaur. It needs to die off and needs to go away. It cannot, it cannot survive all these evolutions of offense. It just can't. So, sorry. Sorry, Air Force. But we learned today that the committee does not like the triple option either. So, that's unfortunate. And blame yeah. Cincinnati
1: probably.
2: Or their, or their strength of schedule or anything like that. Yeah, a, g- that. a
0: good take is the Cincinnati one too and mm. their strength of schedule. Like, I know, they're, they're, a, they're a mid-major and they're not playing a bunch of dudes. And, you know, their biggest signature wins in a snowstorm against Colorado State. I think it's one of the like 3 power 5 football. They're not even power 5. It's a Mountain West team. So, yeah, no, it's not looking great for 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 uh for the Airmen.
1: Mm-mm, no, not at all. No. But hey, you're in
0: there. Hey, thank you, you were for on your the service screen. as well. Thank you for your service as well. No 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 doubt on that one. Um anybody else? We got any other ones?
2: Nah, the only one I really felt good was Louisville. Every, everyone else it's I hard. think is. I
1: like the it's Louisville. It's hard to pick. sit here
0: and say, all right, which one of these, uh, you know, we're going to get into a best one loss discussion here in a second, but it's hard to sit here and look at these rankings and be like, all right, which one of these quote unquote sleeper teams. Nine weeks into college football, I, do we believe in?
2: I do think we would kind of have to start entertaining if LSU beats Alabama, wins out, and then, say, beats Georgia in the SEC championship. Yeah. They could very well sneak their way in as the first ever two loss team, but that's never happened.
0: Who's my who's two lane quarterback? Oh, do we know his name? I can't remember now. I um, mm. But, anyways, Mans is a guy. Mm-hmm. Mans is a dude, and Mans got hurt in the second half against Ole Miss, and they had Ole Miss. They had Ole Miss mm-hmm. on the ropes. And I'm just curious, if if Tulane has that one win over Ole Miss? They'd
1: probably be up there.
0: Right? They'd be a top 15 team, right? I think so. Maybe top 12 team. They came in at uh, 24 in today's rankings. Uh, Is this the year, guys? Is this the year that we potentially see a two-loss team make the college football playoff? We about had it last year. If LSU beats Georgia, I think we have it last year. Mm -hmm. No. No? No.
2: No, because LSU lost to A&M towards the end of the season. They were okay. so far out of it that even if they beat Georgia, it wouldn't matter. And yeah, that's a good point.
1: I was about to say yeah, for sure. but The yeah. closest
2: we came was 2017 with Auburn. So, so the answer
0: is no. Georgia came close,
1: it. too, when when they um lost in the SEC yeah, championship game. Yeah, they finished game. fifth that year
0: when they lost yeah. uh, LSU, the year they lost to South Carolina at home, 2019. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: I think it's – And then throttled it, Baylor. Yeah, you look at – there's still five five teams undefeated right now. Yes. So it's kind of like it's possible. But you know for a happen. fact there's
0: only going to be four. Right. Mm-hmm. For a fact.
2: Right. So, I mean, the fact that you have this many undefeated teams left with this many weeks, and I mean, unless everything goes to shit for them, I don't think you're going to have that many. I think you're going to have a plenty full selection of one loss and undefeated teams. So I don't think you're going to have room for a two loss team.
0: I can't believe this is coming out of my mouth. I uh, thought Heather Dinnage made a really good point on the college football selection show. Uh, Hot take Heather. Um came out and said that Florida State basically has to win out. And I I think she's right. I -hmm. I don't think there is enough on their slate um, moving forward. It's not great, right? Um, I think they get Florida. They get uh, Miami, two unranked opponents. They play Pitt. Um, and then one other ACC slate or maybe a non-Power 5 or mid-major, whatever. Um, It's not great. They don't play another ranked opponent the rest of the year.
2: I think Florida State has to win out if they want to be guaranteed a spot in, whereas, you know, if you lose, it's kind of we need some other teams in front of us to fall because then it becomes, well, do we want to put our one-loss ACC team up against the per se – one lost Michigan team that didn't win the Big Ten because they lost to Ohio State. Like you have to. I was then, about to tell you.
0: Yeah. that's what I was about to do. If, let's just assume Florida State loses to any of these future opponents. Let's say even if it's Louisville. Louisville's their best future opponent. Louisville's the Louisville loss versus uh Old Miss has lost to Alabama. Which one's better?
1: Hmm. I
0: don't. I Ole don't Miss think there's lost no, to Alabama. Yeah, the, the loss to Alabama is better than the loss to Louisville. Uh, Oklahoma's well. Oklahoma's got a really really ugly loss. So we're gonna knock them down. Bama's lost to Texas. That That's probably them. looks better than a oh, loss. That might to be Louisville. the best, best loss so far, right? Texas is lost in the Red River to to Oklahoma. Uh, Oregon's lost to Washington. There's a whole lot better losses than whatever potential loss is on the slate yeah. for Florida State. If we're going to sit here today and say yes, they're going to lose a football game. So yeah, again, I, th- I think she had the right point. The right point is yeah, they have to win out. Florida State has to win out if they're going to be um, in this. Chat um, <laughs> is wild <laughs> right. bro. Chat is wilding. Um, yeah. Anyways, oh god. Yeah, right, wilding. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I think if, if there's, where are we at?
1: We're talking about Florida State and how yeah, basically have, you have, have, to, have win to win out.
2: out. I right. think you learned that by them putting you at three. Did this kind of also show you what the committee thinks of each conference? Because they in put, a sense, they put I mean, the, there's
0: no other. It's, it's just Florida State and Louisville. There's no other ACC team in the rankings. Yeah. And yeah. here's why. Do you want to know why? Because okay. the
2: ACC's. Hot dog, water. This well, year. the
0: ACC is some shit, and here's 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 an exact example as to why the ACC is some shit. All right, Florida State. will, I would imagine be like a nine point favorite over Louisville in the ACC championship game, right? Eight or yeah. nine, a touchdown. Um, Louisville's a nine and a half point favorite over a four and four Virginia Tech football team this weekend. Okay, and here's the magical thing about West or, or Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech has losses, consecutive losses to Purdue. Rutgers and Marshall, and they're three and one in the ACC. Let me repeat that. They have losses to Purdue, Rutgers, controlled losses, multiple touchdown losses to Purdue and Rutgers and Marshall, and they're three and one in the ACC. Wow. That's some bad. That's, that's not some, very that's good. Some bad. Yeah, I mean, even if, you're, even if your ACC wins are against Pitt and the likes of Pitt. Not great. Not great that you're getting dubbed up by some of the worst teams in the Big Ten. And you're one of the seemingly better teams in the ACC. So, I, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know what to do with the ACC. Don't get me started on Georgia Tech. We, we've been talking about this week. I don't know what the hell to do with those guys.
1: You mean to tell me Dabo's making $11 million
0: and is 4-4 four and four in the ACC right now? That boy Tyler <laughs> from Spartanburg. Should we circle back on that? Because I don't. I don't yeah. Last night we only had the quotes. The we quotes just were it. bad. The quotes were bad. The six and a half minute flaming of Tyler from Spartanburg. I've never thought I would side with Dabo Swinney. I think I did. I think I was like, you know what? Tyler from Spartanburg was definitely a troll, first of all. Yeah. Definitely a troll. And uh, Dabo kind of had a point. You're not going to talk to me like I'm 12. You're not going to talk to me like I'm a child. Um, And Tyler, I, I don't know if you know this, but Dabo ain't never done nothing but succeed in his life. That was my favorite part about the quote. He said, I want to be a college football player. I was a college football player. I wanted to be a daddy. I had sex with my wife. I loved the I'm a successful man conversation from Dabo yesterday, honestly. And then he doubled down. Today he was asked in his press conference, hey, coach, what the heck? And he was like, hey, man's let try to get biblical on me. And he got an old school biblical beat down.
1: My thoughts on it were, I love the first four minutes. Should have mm. cut it at four minutes. Because I think once we got to the five minute, six minute mark, that's where I started to go like, ooh, like, I don't know if we should be saying that. Like, I think yeah. you proved your point already. I think what you said was great. It was a great answer to the question. But now we're getting into some territories like, okay, Dabo, like, come on, bro. let's reel I'm in.
0: surprised they let Tyler from Spartanburg go that long. Because yeah. he went like two minutes just kind of setting him off. Mm-hmm. I think he was a plant. I think he was a radio plant. Would that, would that be out of the ordinary for that radio station or whoever he was on with, that, no, that network, to be like, f- you know what, Tyler from Spartanburg? Flame old Dabo up. No, see what I don't, happens.
2: I, don't, I mean, do you think that's like an cl- internal Clemson plant? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, no way. <laughs> no way, dude. You, if you're 4-4, four and four, do you think Dabo Swing wants anyone talking about him right now?
0: I don't know. Dabo looks go- I think Dabo nationally looks good in this. Everybody's making good jokes about Dabo in this.
2: Nah. Nah. No, because, I mean, you're, you're constantly reminded of the fact that your team is 4-4 four and four right now it's when you were exposed to be a playoff team this year. when Like you said, according to your metrics, this was your best team ever. Mm. So I, think, I don't think you would necessarily want to be in the national spotlight right now. I think this is kind of a take your lumps and get through the rest of the season.
0: He did say it's all on me. He did five, minutes and that's in. where I was
1: like, okay, that's good, that's great yeah. stuff. But
0: I thought it was all great stuff, honestly. Yeah, it, it was. It was entertaining for sure. The way he was saying Tyler at the end, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, and it just the T just got heavier and heavier every single time. Mm. Mm. Yes, it did. Good stuff. Hey, there's a bunch of one-loss football teams, 6 through 13. I thought the, the rankings looked very, very similar to the AP Top 25, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very – these teams are undefeated. These teams are one losses. Yep. These teams are two losses. There's Air Force. Um, so yeah, let's talk through these one loss teams. And, and I would I would be interested in the chat's thoughts on this as well. Best of these one loss teams remaining. I'll go ahead and rattle them off: six through thirteen. Oregon, Texas, Bama, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Penn State, Mizzou, and Louisville. Boys, you only get to pick one. All right. Actually, should we we draft? Should we dra- one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? There's only I feel 81. like we're
2: gonna be unanimous in this decision. Yeah. Though.
0: I, don't think I think I, there's a clear I, I, favorite. I, well, yeah, if we took out Oregon. Okay.
1: Oh, well, you didn't say that. If you take out Oregon. <coughs> okay, read them off again now that Oregon's out.
0: All right, so we're all, just for the, the audience, understanding that we all believe Oregon to be the best one-loss team in college football, period. Seven is Texas. Eight is Alabama. Nine is Oklahoma. Ten is Ole Miss. Eleven is Penn State. Twelve is Mizzou. Thirteen is Louisville. Okay. I started three teams, one of which being Oregon. Could you guess the next two? Texas? No. Oklahoma? No. Alabama? Really? Alabama.
2: Alabama's one and then
0: Missouri? Missouri. Those are the two teams that I I dotted up after that. Um, and I'll go through them. I think Oregon, we talked about it last night. They're the most balanced football team in the sport outside of Michigan and Georgia, in my opinion. Texas at number seven. They got to survive the next three weeks, guys, three or four weeks, until Quinn Ewers gets back from his shoulder injury. And in even that, all right, I'm supposed to expect that a quarterback who, by the way, is only in his second year of starting and, by the way, is only in his first year of starting where we believe he's consistently good, okay, I'm supposed to believe he's going to walk off uh, the bench for four weeks, okay, Uh, an injury to his shoulder, a throwing shoulder, and just be Gucci, like he's supposed to just go out there and beat Oklahoma and not look like he's a little bit confused when he sees a venerable defense that made him look really, really confused several months ago like i'm I'm supposed to just guarantee that no not feeling great about that i'm also not feeling great that i'm just supposed to guarantee they're going to win out the rest of their schedule even though their schedule's not that great it's still the big 12 and you still have a second game starter in Malik Murphy, okay? Alabama, I think they have the best defense available in these one-loss football teams. That includes Oregon. I think Alabama can cover and stop the run with anybody in this sport, all right? And that makes them a threat. When you have a defense this good, if you don't believe me, 2021 Georgia, all right? If you can find a quarterback who in December plays confident and plays consistent, you have a chance to win in that time of the year. Uh, Oklahoma at nine, Bedlam this weekend, up and down football team. I don't expect them to even have a one. I, I expect them to be a two-loss team even before they get to the Big 12 championship. I don't know what's going to happen with the Big 12 moving forward. Uh, Ole Miss still got UGA on the slate and still need some help. Uh, Penn State, flat out yuck, 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 yuck. Not even going to an- analyze it after that. Past the offense, um, 12. Mizzou. I, I like this football team. We're going to talk about them a lot more in the local hour because that's who Georgia obviously plays this weekend. Um, I really like the football team, how it's constructed, um, the way that they're built, uh, but the schedule remaining is really, really tough. They yeah. got Georgia and Tennessee still left on the slate,
2: and then whoever you play in the SEC,
0: and then whoever you would imagine, yeah, mm-hmm. you have to. If you went out, you, you play play the SEC championship game. So yeah, um, I I would dot up Alabama right there because I think this weekend, if they get past LSU, they're going to be the SEC West champion.
1: Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would definitely say Alabama would be my next favorite. And I would say it's really close between them and Oregon almost just because of what – again, like o- Oregon still has a pretty tough schedule remaining. Al- Alabama has LSU this week, and then you have to get through whatever happens in Jordan-Hare against Auburn, your biggest Ooh. rival. But I have a lot more faith in Alabama and Nick Saban in that defense to get through the remaining of, the remainder of their schedule than I would Oregon in the remainder of their schedule. Pack 12 Mm.
2: That's all I got to say, Pac-12. Bama's tried and true. As as much as I said, I don't think Bama can do it this year. When you say Bama versus the Pac-12 team, that has really never done it since 2016. It's been seven years since they've had a playoff team. So, I I would definitely lean Bama in that.
0: Trying to look up Oregon's schedule right quick. They still got Cal this weekend, uh, USC, and Arizona State, and Oregon State to end the season. Out of all the Pac-12 teams, honestly, they have the most favorable slate. Yeah. That's not that bad. Toughest game is Oregon
1: State.
2: Oregon State's definitely a tough one.
0: I'm, yeah, I think they, they I, get USC at home. Yeah, that's think, that's going to be a. Tch.
2: I think USC is a what are they four three or four lost team after this week.
0: Yeah, I I don't like. <laughs> Who do they play this weekend? I didn't Washington. Like yeah, I didn't like it when I looked at it. No. Yeah, Washington. I I didn't love that. I think that's going to be a fifty-five thirty-five football game, or fifty-two thirty-five football game. We're going to score a lot of points in that. So to to settle it, uh, we all took Alabama. Yes. All right. Uh, of these, who do we think is just not – not like, they're a fraud. Anybody? Have a one-loss team? Read them back to me. They're not going to be proven to be a fraud, but it's Penn State in my opinion. Penn State. I think Penn State's going to lose big against Michigan, and then they'll be a two-loss football team. They'll handle the rest of the Big Ten.
2: Honestly, Missouri. Ooh. I think Missouri is the right answer strictly because of who they have to play. Mm. Like, you have to play the toughest team in the East. You have to. Do they play at Tennessee, or are they –
0: um i
2: think it's in missouri this year yeah still a very good tennessee Columbia. team and then if you do somehow make it to the sec championship you have to play best team in the west i just don't think they have it in them to make it that far
0: uh we don't really address questions in the chat too often uh but we're i guess we can talk about it right now uh Wright asked me what does brooks think about uh kyle Morlock, the tight end from shorter uh who has played for florida state monster huge dude um, and he did something that everybody claimed that they wanted to do. And I told him this when I went up to uh, – I had a chance to speak to the team before he transferred to Florida State a couple springs back. said, so everybody and their mama goes to Shorter and they think they're too good for it. That's what they do. They all think they're better than the Division II school that they landed at. Most of them are wrong. All right, and all of them think, oh, I should be playing at so-and-so school. I should be doing such and such. And instead of playing good enough to get out – Right. Play and and putting tape on good enough to get out. Everybody just bitch moaned and complained about how good I am. I should be better. That's that's life. That's normal. Uh, Kyle did something that a lot of people don't. Uh, He worked his ass off. He was also an All-American three years in a row, I believe, in Division two. He's six foot seven. He's 240 pounds. He's a freak. All right. He had Division one metrics and played at a very, very small school and then went to uh, Shorter. They found a gym. He was a three-time All-American, and then he left, right? And that that is the byproduct of college football now. Um, It's honestly why I don't don't know if, like, if kids moving forward, if they should go to smaller schools and and just bank on I'm going to play there and if I'm good enough to play here and if I ball out, then I can get out and I can get out wage-free. Like, people will pay me to leave, essentially, if I'm good enough. Um, as opposed to me, like if you sign at Georgia right now and this happens every year or Ohio state or Alabama or Texas, and you're like the 27th ranked guy in that class and you're like the 12th corner that they took in that class, wouldn't it be better for you to go to like UTEP or wherever start two years and then, and, and get seasoned and, and, and become somebody that is is recruited and valued like a four or five star now here's the counteract to that argument You can't guarantee that that's going to be the case. You can't guarantee Mm -hmm. you're going to get out. Uh, But I I wonder about that sometimes with the way that college football is slated now. All right. There are five undefeated teams. First of all, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. We're going to break a record here on NBR, which has kind of been our MO lately. We've just been shattering Mm in-house records every single show. So if you have found us tonight because of the algorithm, make sure you're subscribing to the network because we do talk national college football every single Monday through Thursday here on the network. So hit that uh, alerts button as well. Uh, appreciate you guys for being here for real. Uh, we said it last night. I, I, I didn't – I knew we were good. I, I knew we were good. I did. When we went up to Nashville and we did some shows together, I knew we were going to make good content. I didn't know if people were going to support it. I didn't know if people were going to continue to show up and show out. Uh, And that seems to be what's happening. And that's a credit to you guys, not necessarily a credit to us. Um, But, yeah, let's talk about it. First one out, there are five undefeated teams remaining. Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, and Washington, boys. Which one of these football teams will be the first one to lose a football game?
1: You know my answer. Washington has a really tough schedule. It's really bad. There it is. They got USC on the road. They got – oh, my laptop just went off. Utah at home. Oregon State on the road. Washington State at home to end this this year.
0: I hate to do this to USC fans. not like they're watching this. Um, But that's not a home field advantage. No. No. Is it? No. The Coliseum don't feel like that.
2: I mean, there will be more – USC fans there than Washington fans, I'm sure. I don't yes. think it's going to be a super raucous environment. No. I mean, if you've seen, like, even when they were undefeated. Plumes
0: of clouds yeah. coming out of that. Just nothing but vape smoke.
2: Yeah. Well, like, they section, <laughs> nothing but vape they smoke. section off, like, most of the stands because they don't fill them up. Have you seen what they do? Yeah, they cover them up. Yeah, they cover it they up. They pull the so, Marlins. Yeah,
0: yeah, very interesting. Well, it makes sense. You don't want to look bad on television. Yes. Yeah. I just don't think. But you still do. I just
1: don't think people in California care about college football. I mean, UCLA's dealing with the same thing right now. Nobody shows up for their games.
0: Mm. I I just – I don't know. I I don't see the the USC game. I I see it being a problem for Washington's defense. But then again, like, does Lincoln Riley strike strike you as a a guy who's got his football team ready to play right now? Not right now. Not at all. So, like – why 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 are we to assume that USC is a, is a threat or a fear right there?
1: The two hardest games are the Utah game, which is at home, so that's a big plus. But then Oregon State right after that on the road.
2: Yeah, they've got they have a really tough schedule coming.
0: The this. the Oregon State game could be one that they, they might give up some some yardage on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, Oregon State tends to be a football team that wants to run the ball. Now DJ Uiagalelei has played a lot better, um, but it hasn't been it hasn't it was great the first four or five weeks, and then it's kind of tapered off. Um, a little bit there for Oregon State and the Beeves So, no, I, I don't necessarily – can I can I play some devil's advocate? Absolutely. Sure. All right, we know for a fact that this, this argument basically comes down to which team will lose before November 25th, because November 25th, Ohio State and Michigan obviously play. So, that, that that's when the deadline is, essentially, for when will these teams lose. So, let's start talking about it. Washington, you guys already hit on it. They play at USC, Utah, and at Oregon State before the 25th. Georgia plays uh, Missouri at home, Ole Miss at home, and then they go to Knoxville, which, by the way, now looking at this, th- three of the, two of those teams were unranked preseason. Missouri was not ranked. Ole Miss was not ranked. Tennessee was in the top 12. Um, Missouri is the 12th-ranked football team right now. 10th. Ole Miss is, Ole Miss is Ole 10. Ole Miss, my bad. Ole Miss is 10, and USC is 17. You have three consecutive top 20 matchups Okay, going down the road for Georgia. That could be the argument for toughest slate remaining. Yeah. Because oh, I think it is. It is.
1: Oh, yeah. I put that in the notes. I said, honestly, there's an argument that Georgia has the toughest schedule remaining.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a matter of whether or not – do you think Washington loses or does Georgia lose first and why? I, if I point out to the one game on, on Washington's schedule, you mentioned Oregon State on the road. I think it's Utah. I think these, these football teams that can physically attack – Uh, Washington without any fear. Those football teams are going to be the ones that can keep them kind of at bay. Uh, You also have to be able to run the football, keep them off the field. Utah can certainly do that. I have been circling this damn Ole Miss game for Georgia fans since July. Since July, I've told you Tennessee ain't the one. Tennessee is not the one you need to be worried about. I've been telling you, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss. Veteran quarterback play, uh, offensive coordinator that can design shots and play confident, and a rushing attack. Okay, those are the three things you need to be able to do to overcome a deficit in talent. They have that. Okay, those are the two matchups. They both come next week for these football teams. All right, I, I think Georgia gets by, but I think they squeak by one of these, and I think it's going to be Ole Miss. I, they're, gonna, I, I don't know if they're going to handle Missouri this weekend, but I think they got a shot to do so.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, two top fifteen teams back to back is really tough. No matter who it is, no matter where you play them. I do think that Georgia will get the benefit of the doubt because they haven't lost in Sanford since 2019. So that that's where I think that maybe people don't as say that's as much of a hard slate as perhaps Washington has with Utah.
1: Mm. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see where the time slot is for the old Miss game because they flexed it to where it, it's either at 3.30 or 7.30. If that's a home game at Sanford Stadium, I think there is a chance where Georgia goes in there and handles them, to be honest. I, th- I really do think that.
0: Though you talking about the, the time slot for the old Miss game? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's rumors that it's going to be a 3.30 slate. Okay, I think there's an important night game that night in the SEC. But regardless,
1: that that game being at home is yeah. honestly one of the bigger things of why I would feel more comfortable as a Georgia
0: fan. Ole Miss beat Georgia the last time they played at home, right? 2016? It, 2016? Ole Miss. That was, was on the road. was on the road. On the road. Yeah. So Last time, it, Georgia. They, oh, George beat the shit out of him. Like, that was in, in 2012, 2012, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah bad. beat him like, I thought it was like 35 3. Aaron them, like, Murray and, and them went in there and like just that. dubbed him up. Well, it yeah. started
2: out there down 10 0, and that's when Aaron Murray did that big play fake, that play mm-hmm. action. Yeah. Lovely. I'm sure he remembers it.
0: There are people to this day that say that's the loudest it's ever been. No, Mississippi State flea Flickered. Yeah. People say that's the loudest the stadium's ever been. All right. Um, who should be scared? My boy. Play it. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's spooky season, all right? It's almost the completion of spooky season. There's a lot to be fearful of out there. Lots of goons, lots of goblins, lots of potential L's on your schedule and on your slate. So let me ask you, who should be afraid in college football today? Spooky season, ladies and gentlemen. What do we got? Mm.
1: I think well, I think we kind of just hit on one of them is Washington. Washington should definitely be afraid of what's coming up, especially knowing how you've played the last two weeks against two teams that you definitely probably shouldn't have struggled against. And I would just keep circling that Utah game and just make sure that your team is ultimately prepared for what they can do.
2: I'm going to say it's Florida State because of where the committee put them. It's kind Ooh. of saying that you don't really have a mulligan like these other teams do. I think Ohio State can lose, Michigan can lose, Georgia can lose, and they could still all find their way in the playoff. Whereas if you're Florida State now – there's not a whole lot remaining on your schedule, so what if you lose? It's going to be really tough to get back in.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, from a what-does-the-committee-think-of-us standpoint, um, you hit the nail on the head, it is Florida State. You should be a little bit afraid of the fact that it looks like you're going to have to run the slate here to close the season. Let's, uh, Yeah, my boy. Um, but, I mean, just looking at it in terms of, like, future schedule, it's definitely Georgia in terms of, like, hey, man, we, we all of a sudden got football teams that are like really, really solid on our slate moving forward. Not that you didn't. I mean, Kirby Smart does this thing every year where he's like, oh, with every SEC opponent's tough to beat, yada, yada, yada. There is no way coming into the season you would have thought this three game slate was going to be what it was. I think a lot of people uh, didn't expect Eli Drinkwist to be able to do this this year.
2: No. Mm, no. Like you said, I know you were big on the Ole Miss game. Yeah. Did you think this would be a potentially top 10 matchup? When Ole Miss came to town? No.
0: I mean, not, not a top ten matchup. I, I, I thought they would have two losses. I thought Alabama and LSU would be losses, and they managed to win uh, that, that massive shootout against LSU. Um, so, no, that, that would have put them out of the top ten automatically. I, I still do think, guys, that I don't know. I think the committee or whatever should be afraid that at the end of the year there's an opportunity that they're staring a two-loss two team in the face that they might have to put it four. I still think there's an opportunity to do it with how many different uh, matchups we see in the Pac-12, with the Big Ten. I, I know everyone just assumes that Georgia, or uh, excuse me, Michigan and Ohio State are just going to coin flip that football game and then handle everything else. I don't know. That was a seven-point football game against Wisconsin on the road this week for Ohio State, right? Uh, we still got to see how Michigan responds against a life-breathing football team that's not named Michigan State. So we we got to see the rest of the Big Ten slate. Obviously, the Big 12 is very up and down every single week. There are five undefeated teams right now, but th- we know there's not going to be five at the end of the season. In reality, there's probably only going to be about two maybe mm, at the end of the case. season.
1: Yeah. Plus, I mean, history says the first four teams that are put in the college football playoffs top four, all four of them have never made the college football playoff. So, mm. odds are at least one of these teams is not going to make the cut. So, there's a reason for any team in the top four right now to be a little concerned.
0: Do we have anything else?
2: Uh, I mean, we've got a couple of topics we can get at. What do we got? There's Has has FSU hit its stride, do you think?
0: Oh, let's save that for tomorrow. Okay. Mm. And we'll we do, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to tease something. We do have College Courtroom coming to us again Thursday night here. We're going to be joined by a very special guest. Uh, a guest who has over 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Okay, that's the only hint I'm going to give you. Mr. Um, Beast? Huh? No, I'm Mr. Kidding. Beast I'm kidding, man. Gonna make him come defend The Carolina Panthers um, Weird ticketing deal That he got up there with. Did you those see guys. him in the jersey This week Oh that's horrible Yeah man Very very interesting Hey make sure you hit that Thumbs up button on your way out If you found oh, us whoa. today What Oh my bad You wanna play a little guest the team Oh yeah yes, Let's play yes, guest the team go. I love playing okay. guess the team All Don't right. leave yet We got guest the team All It's right. one of the best segments Alright
1: all right. I cooked another. I took some notes from last week after Kirby said I kind of spoiled the answer. Okay. So I've kind of spoiled. I, I use context. No, I hear you. I know you're smarty pants. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, first clue: this team is a top fifteen scoring offense, averaging thirty seven point four points per game.
0: Mm.
1: Right after that, they also have a top fifteen scoring defense, allowing fifteen point nine points per game. They are averaging two hundred and twenty six rushing yards per game and averaging two hundred and thirty eight mm. passing yards per game. Very balanced football team.
0: All right. Is this Oregon? It's not Oregon. Is this they, Utah? It's not Utah. All right. My only two guesses. They have go. scored
1: more than 40 points in all but three games this season. It's
0: definitely not Utah.
1: They are 4-1 and one in conference play right now. 4-1 in conference play. Okay. So they're they're actually tied for first in the conference right now. Hmm. This all team right. has – right, give me one more hint. Let's see. All right. This team has a loss to an SEC school right now. That's the final hint. So they, so they have two losses then. Yeah, uh, one yeah. conference loss. So they have one loss conference and an loss, loss and then they have an SEC loss. Right, so two losses with an SEC loss.
0: Kansas State. Kansas State. Nice. There Kansas you go. State. That's a good one. How about them apples?
1: How about that? Top 15 in offense and defense.
0: I'm glad we got it tonight and the chat didn't beat us to it. it makes, us, <laughs> makes us look like actual college football experts for a second. Um, who is Missouri? No, who is Kansas State? That uh, SEC win is over Missouri, uh, actually. So, Correct. yeah. That
1: no, was, no, SEC loss. Missouri oh, yeah, you're down. right. You're right. You're right. That's when they hit the freaking 60-yard so field goal. Who did they beat?
2: What do you mean? He, had, he said they had an SEC loss. They have oh, an my SEC, bad. Loss. The SEC loss. SEC yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: bad. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little goofy. We've only been talking for like nine hours, it feels like. Hey, we have another hour. It is going to be our local hour here on the show. So, make sure you're sticking around. Make sure you're in that thumbs-up button. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Well, we'll see you in like five minutes. And then we'll see you tomorrow.